Today is, in fact, the day the Lord has made. And these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Times such as these require us to accept unique responsibilities. Or to say no, there are consequences when you say no to God Almighty. And there's consequences when you stand for medical freedom. Uh, Sheila's with me. She's been a nurse for 27 years. And in about 90 days, her nursing career is going to be stolen from her because she cannot take the mRNA injections because her doctor and allergist, um, allergy doctors say uh, this stuff could kill her. Uh, Nurse Sheila, welcome to the Todd Herman Show. I'm, I'm horribly sorry this is happening to you. Well, thank you for having me on your show. And it's devastating. Yeah. You became a nurse as a single mom, I guess. You, had, uh, uh, you told me a little bit about the kind of challenging circumstances that you fought through to become a nurse. So tell my listeners about that and what, what that career meant to you. You know, I was a single mom living with um, or living on food stamps and Medicaid for my children's health insurance. I wanted more for them. Didn't yeah. want them to grow up not having things. Yeah. Um, I had a basic education, high school graduation, you know, and that was it. I waited tables and there are nothing wrong with any of that. Right. Um, I don't believe you should stay there. Yeah. And I worked hard to go to school as a single mom. We were told um, you'll give up your boyfriends. You'll give up your family if you want to make it through nursing school. <laughs> didn't have that choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, and I made it. I succeeded. My children are better because of it. Yeah. Um, and I love caring for people. So nursing was a natural career for me. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, and it's been a beautiful career. Um, I've been able to do a lot of things. Yeah. I found my heart in hospice. Okay. And that's where you've been. You've been at hospice connected with Virginia Mason. Uh, I guess it's Franciscan health. They've got a bunch of names. Uh, what's, is it one spirit or. Um, Common spirit health. Um, yeah. Yeah. Virginia Mason, yeah. Franciscan. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of names right now. Right. But yeah. Common spirit health is, seems to be the main name. All right. And uh, you, it seems as I was looking through, you were telling me about your work history that they, they've been pretty good at finding places for you um, and using your skills because uh, they had to, because this isn't a theory being injured by these MRNA injections in your case. This isn't a theory. Um, you, how long were you on medical disability when you were, uh, when you took uh, a medication that had some of the same ingredients in it? How long, how long were you out? August 16th, 2019. I, um, had a medical procedure for pain in my side joint, simple procedure, went in, had an anaphylactic reaction in the, um, medical facility. It was a surgery center yeah. and um, ended up in the ER, but it was actually the EMTs that saved my life. Mm. Um, they picked me up and took me to the hospital. The physician that was in charge of the procedure panicked, nurses panicked when the EMTs got there. <laughs> they did their job and they were amazing. Yeah. Um, and they talked me through it. 
every ounce of me was trying to breathe. That's all I concentrated on. So this is not just a little reaction. This is a reaction that almost killed me, not once, but twice. Um, When I had my allergy testing for this ingredient, which was oral, it was not an injection, it was an oral test. Mm. I went into the same reaction. Oh my goodness. (laughs) <laughs> so the, this is hardly theoretical. And then you've used your your skills, Sheila, as a nurse and as, as a safety and intelligent human being to look even at the CDC guidance, the, the published guidance. And let's be clear, the CDC will change whatever they want to change. The, the they, they pretend natural immunity doesn't exist and, and, and they'll change anything they need to change to push what I think I call the precious, the mRNA injections, which neither stop infection nor transmission. Um, so this has happened to you twice. You looked at the CDC guidance. So I want to count this, your primary care physician, your allergist, and, um, the CDC guidance all agree. You should not take the MRNA injections. Um, Correct. And nor the, um, the Johnson and Johnson one has polysorbate in it. One has poly, the other two have polyethylene glyco. I have reacted to both those ingredients. So this, um, this Swedish hospital that is that after you were, you, you went through a medical disability, I think you said for, for three months. That you, yeah, I was actually not Swedish, but CHI Franciscan. CHI San Francisco. Yeah, common health spirit. Yeah, common <laughs> but health. yeah I, was, I was in respiratory failure and it took me three months before I could return to work. I returned to work on a disability limiting what I could do to avoid these ingredients. All right. And right now, do I understand that you work from home? I work from home. Yes. All right. I want to just make sure my listeners hear this. Just please, please, everybody keep track. Sheila works from home. These ingredients, it's, this is not theory. These ingredients nearly killed her. The CDC guidance is don't take the injections. Her primary care physician says don't take the injections. Her allergist says don't take the injections and now what does CHI Franciscan, uh, what, what did they, what have they told you you must do? So I filed for a medical exemption and this is what they told me. The CDC considers a history of an immediate allergic reaction to any vaccine other than the COVID vaccine or to any injectable therapy as precaution not contradicted to the COVID-19 vaccination. That's their excuse for not giving me a medical exemption, which does not even correctly correlate to what I have going on. And it definitely does not follow the CDC guidelines that very specifically say polysorbate and polyethylene glyco. <laughs> right. Right. And, 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 but Sheila, this, 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 Medical organization, subject to the Hippocratic Oath, first do no harm, has told you 27 years nursing, you work from home. Mm -hmm. I understand that you are okay wearing masks. I understand that you are okay having tests for the COVID. None of that will work any longer. You must get the injection or they're going to uh, put you in involuntary separation and, and take your career from you. Most definitely. I will never be able to get a job because I will never be able to take that vaccine. <laughs> Basically, I'm losing all my rights, not just to work, 
I've, I've worked through this disability. I've not just taken the easy road out. Yeah. I mean, even going to the hairdresser is hard for me because they use products that have this in it. I have to make arrangements to go in when nobody's been there before any of the hairsprays been sprayed. So it's not an easy disability, but I've worked through it. I haven't just lived off the system. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to. <laughs> well, and this is what's so brutal about this. First of all, at number one, I am... I feel very angry that they're doing this to you. Number two, um, they're killing people. Uh, there was a, uh, a young woman, uh, 37 years age. Her name is Jessica Berg Wilson. Her, uh, or her um, uh, obituary says that she died, passed away unexpectedly from COVID-19 vaccine-induced thrombotic thrombocytopenia. I, you know what that is. I don't. Um, and I have been talking to people who knew her in church and have said that she only, that, that, that the, the autopsy or the uh, the obituary itself, itself says she did not want to take these injections. Um, that that slowly they just circled the room, and for her to stay around her kids, I uh, understand to keep a volunteer position. Uh, she ultimately gave in, got these injections, and according to um, this obituary, uh, they killed her. So yes. as I understand it, um, f- f- uh, CHI Franciscan would rather see you dead um, than continue to work from home. Yes. And they'll put me on a 90 days administrative leave so I can complete this in this injection that would kill me. <laughs> and I've had people say, well, take Benadryl before you go in and just take your EpiPen. So Benadryl has polysorbate in it. Yeah. This, <laughs> I'm it, supposed it, to take it. Right. So just before you take the injection, take your EpiPen, but never, 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 you know, never forget the fact that that stuff stays in your system. It's, exactly. it's, not, it's not. And then you have to take the second shot and then the boosters because Fauci is going to continue to, well, it's only the 16th booster. And eventually this is going to work. It's like, you know, it's like taking cocaine. Eventually you get tired of it. Um, we'll continue with Sheila right if we check traffic with right way traffic. Sheila's with us. And according to her, this is uh, CHI Franciscan has said, hey, um, you can get injected with stuff that's twice giving you anaphylactic shock. Your doctor says might kill you. Your allergist says might kill you. Goes against CDC guidance. And CHI Franciscan, according to Sheila, is, is saying take the injection or you have no job. And to add insult to insult to madness to injury to brutality to naked tyranny, uh, Sheila works at home. She doesn't come in contact with patients. So if anyone at CHA Franciscan can come to me and explain to me how Sheila is a, a bioreactor, as Jansy would say, well, you're just a, you're just a bioreactor. Um, you were kind enough in your note to me to point out that it's not just you. I mean, your story is horrifying, and CHA Franciscan should be ashamed. Uh, and they're, they're, in fact, violating the Hippocratic Oath, as I hear it from you. They're, they're disgrace, if, you know, as, as you're describing. I agree. I agree. Um, I'm disappointed because I believed in them. Well, I mean, that's the crazy thing is, is after your disability, they created a position. They gave you, you know, a disability waiver, a new job. They gave you another job, taught you new skills, coding, et cetera. So you're able to work from home. So they seem like and they used to be my doctors used to be CHI Franciscan doctors. But but this COVID stuff, there is this this is a this is an obsession 
the party's pushing it, the state's pushing it, pharma's pushing it. This and your proof, Sheila, that this has nothing to do with health. Because remember, these injections do not stop infection or transmission. You're kind enough to say in your note that that you're not alone, though, in, in this. No, no. So talk about what else you've seen. You know, there's one of the things is I don't get a choice to choose my political view on this. I don't get a choice to choose how I feel spiritually on this. But many do. And they are being told that their beliefs don't matter. What our country is founded on does not matter. People who have put in um, exemptions almost identical to each other. One is accepted, one is not. There's no appeal process. We are not allowed to appeal their decision that is made on a basis of two clinicians, one of which is a physician who knows what kind, obviously. Um, Did that physician examine you? Oh, no. And very specifically in my doctor's letter, does it say what I am allergic to? She addresses it as a life-threatening anaphylactic allergy. So did they really review our stuff? One says one thing for their, their religious exemption. The other one says almost identical thing. One's accepted, one is not. I have not heard. Now, I'm only one person in a small agency and I work from home. I have not heard of one medical exemption being given. This is, I, I want to be shocked, but you're in the same position as the state fire marshal. The Washington State Fire Marshal, 29 yes. years, I think, with the state patrol. Now is the state fire marshal. And the, the, the Washington State Patrol listened to his medical exemption. His doctor, Sheila, said, you went into anaphylactic shock in my office. You should not take these injections. And the the bosses at the Washington State Patrol, who are simply cogs for the dictator, Jay Ansley, said, we don't care. We don't care. Right. Take the injections. I have uh, a cop friend, 24 years, eight months. No, 24 years, nine months with one of the top police agencies in the state. And she's told, we don't care that you have three months to retirement. We, we're, we're done. You won't take the injections. You are out. Um, how many people do you think overall, but what do you think is going to happen to nursing overall? Because there's hospitals shutting down. They can't deliver babies. They, 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 the so-called governor of New York uh, who replaced Cuomo says she wants to bring in foreign workers to take these jobs. What do you think happens to nursing in our country? Well, and what's happening, what happens when you have someone with 27 years of experience who can act on her feet if she needed to? Right now I'm at home, but yeah. until this allergy, I worked on the inpatient unit. Think on my feet. You get a new nurse that panics, which I was a part of under my first allergy um, reaction. Oh, so you're thinking about when you had your allergic reaction, you were working with a team of nurses who were new mm-hmm. and they did. And honestly, I don't know if they were new or not, but yeah. they panicked and yeah. didn't know what to do. Yeah. I couldn't breathe. I was telling them I needed something. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> it was the EMTs that arrived. Um, yes. have you, is anyone at, at uh, CHF Franciscan, have they expressed any sadness, any regrets? And is there any humanity? Yes. My manager, when she heard it, when I called her, she says, oh, no, I don't think you're on the 
the rejected list and she looked at her list. Yes, I was. She called HR and said, this has to be a mistake. It's like, I've kept really impartial to this, but this has to be a mistake. And they said, no, no mistakes, no exemption or no appeals. This is the way it is. But then she backs them up and she's already trying to fill my position because it's not really a position. They created it for me. So now they have to create a position to fill what I'm doing. So Un- unthinkable. It's, 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 it's utterly unthinkable. What are you told as a nurse um, when you have a patient who uh, is doing things that are life-threatening? Like, what are you told as a nurse if, if, you, were, if you were working with me and, and you discovered that, let's say, I overuse alcohol or I overuse drugs? Or, are you told to just ignore that? Um, are you told to approach the, 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 the patient and say, hey, there's some things you could do to keep yourself safe? You know, we're honest with our patients. Yeah. We address the issues. We do not judge. Sure. Right. You know? and, right. And if you had a patient that, for instance, was, uh, um, you, you know, in for, uh, for care and they're not supposed to, let's say, have sugar, they're in for, you know, diabetes care and you see them getting ready to, to drink an apple juice and you know that they could you know, have blood sugar or go crazy or something. Do you stop them from drinking the apple juice? Do not stop them. I educate them on yeah. what they can do. They have the choice to make yeah. the wrong choice. They have the right to make the wrong choice. Right. And in this case, they're not giving you the right to make the right choice, right? I don't As, even get a choice. No, no I can't even appeal. Now, people make mistakes. What if this doctor made a mistake? Well, the, the, the doctor. Obviously they did. <laughs> well, the doctor either. Look, I mean, the doctor either made a mistake or the doctor is simply okay with you dying. Um, are you okay giving the doctor's name? I'd love to reach out to the doctor. We don't even know who they are. You don't Where even get are. to know? You don't no. even get to know the name of the doctor? No, I have no idea who this doctor is. And supposedly they mailed this, this letter to me that I got an email. I couldn't print it off because it takes you to another site. Couldn't print it off. I took pictures. <laughs> I haven't even received the written notification i just had the email that i can't print off <laughs> unbelievable this is unbelievable well i still you know, don't believe it's happening uh, well when look i i guess I, when i look at the lies that surround the covid um the changing of the death counting that was number one they changed the way they calculate deaths to make it look you know 35 to 40 percent 50 percent worse then they disappeared herd immunity then they disappear well, natural immunity and herd immunity. They pretend children are dying in record numbers at this, and they're simply not. They pretend that Australia works with their draconian militarized lockdowns. Nope, their the cases and deaths continue to rise. The, the coordination on this is utterly brilliant. It's utterly brutal. And um, Sheila, I'm going to work really hard to get someone from CHI Franciscan on, and they're going to say this is a hip issue. So I'm going to ask you. Do you give um, CHI Franciscan, do you give them permission to talk on the air on the Todd Herman show about this, uh, this case? About my individual yeah. case, they most certainly can, because I want to know what they have to say. I can't even get through <laughs> HR. All right. Well, we'll try to get someone on from CHI Franciscan. It appears that they would rather have Sheila die uh, than continue to work safely at home. Uh, you shouldn't be going through this. I'm going to pray for you. Uh, thank you for standing up and speaking out. Most people are, are still afraid to speak out. I don't um, have anything to lose right now. 
one thing to lose. Well, I'll tell you I what. lose my health insurance. Yeah. I lose my income. Yeah. I lose my dignity, my ability to work through my disability. I lose everything. Yeah, except you got a friend with the radio show, and we're going to figure something That's out. That's right. Yeah. And I have a wonderful family behind me. Yes, you do. And, <laughs> and we'll, we are not going to let go of this thing. Sheila, I appreciate you. I'm going to pray for you, and I want you to go with God's good grace today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Before we go to traffic, I'll let you know this. I have in my hand a statement from... CHI Franciscan about Sheila's case, except, well, it's not really about her case. I'll I'll, I'll read to you the heartwarming, compassionate, honest response from CHI Franciscan. We come back on The Todd Herman Show. 